Iowa everywhere. Cyclone Sundays with Ben Bruns, powered by Kelderman Manufacturing. From the Channel Seat Studios, this is Iowa Everywhere. Welcome into Cyclone Sunday, presented by Keller Manufacturing from the Channel Seat Studios. I'm Aiden White, joined as always by Ben Bruns. Ben, you're in a little different location this week. Yeah, it's uh, it's a late night in Deer Camp, and it'll be an early morning. But uh, live from uh, extreme northwest Wisconsin, uh, it's been a good couple days. So looking forward to. Uh, I think you talking about to watch cycle. every Iowa State game from there <laughs> right. until the end of time. <laughs> How crazy to come into this game uh, with BYU and you know have the environment be what it was. I mean, that place was rocking. Just rocking. Mm-hmm. Nine o'clock game. You know, uh, Aiden, there is nothing worse than sitting around all day long, all day, waiting for a night game on the road. It's just you, you, you can't, like, there's no relief, right? You can watch other games. You can, you can only do the walkthrough so many times, right? And, and mm-hmm. so um, you get to a certain point where it's like, I just got to go play. Right. And, uh, and you're trying to keep your energy level down because, you know, the natural thing is to, you know, let your, let your, um, let your vibe get too high early. And, and, you know, I mean, I was really concerned about the fourth quarter of this game. Uh, turns out no need to be concerned. Um, I think Iowa state, uh, and number one, that's not a very good BYU team. Right. Um, but Iowa State's right. offensive and defensive lines dominated this game. The secondary mm-hmm. was substantially better this week. And uh, um, here we are. So, yeah, let's circle back a little bit. What was the latest that you ever played? Uh, I think the latest I ever played was the Insight Bowl. Right. So that was like a 730, um, 730 kickoff. Um, in phoenix as i recall right so i mean we got done at like midnight or something crazy um mm-hmm. so you know this this game and, and it's an altitude too right i mean provo uh, right. is is substantially different in terms of altitude than names so i my hat's off to these guys i mean just to come out and start the way they did and um i think shieldhouse called his best game um, I mean, that that little uh, flare pass to uh, Jalen uh, on the second drive of the second half mm-hmm. went, to, went to the house. Yep. That is a brilliant call. And, you know, BYU was bringing the house at Iowa State today. Um, and and that, that is the biggest evolution of Iowa State this, uh, this year. BYU is bringing pressure everywhere, right? Stunting guys around, moving guys around. And, and Iowa State's offensive front just picked it up uh, way more often than not. It was a little hard to do at the beginning, but as the game went on, they just they just fit into blocks. Um, you know, Black was having a heck of a game and then got hurt, uh, but it looks like he's okay. Um, mm-hmm. And Tiber comes in and is playing, uh, you know, really, really, really good football, so... Uh, I love what this offensive front's doing. The running backs, you know, 
if they're not going to try and tackle you, don't let them tackle you. Right? Mm-hmm. And Abu Salman made a few guys look silly. Ooh. You know, I really, really all three of those guys uh, converted some big plays. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're just surprising how much, uh, how much yardage we were able to gobble up. But, you know, there's a difference between being willing to be tackled and and then just saying no like you're gonna have to you're gonna have to give more than that and i think right you had no idea um how physical um and it happened to him last week with west virginia too right uh west virginia just rolled them rolled them up on the ground and um they do not have run support in the safety level to be able to take on uh this kind of stuff and you know, it's one of those things that we've said Iowa State at times this year has struggled a little bit, um, you know. But tonight, the secondary um, just run filled perfectly um, and, and really has um, throughout most of the year. I, I was really impressed with the, the adjustments that uh, Heacock and, and team have done, knowing that, you know, we're still not to full strength in the back end. Yeah, I think... Took him one drive to, to kind of lock it in that first defensive drive, the first true defensive drive, really. Uh, when BYU scored that touchdown, looked a little rough in the run game, but they locked things down. Yeah. Like after that. Yeah. Well, and you're running at the point of attack, too. I mean, I think that's the other thing. Um, you know, uh, the D line and the linebackers, uh, Gary Vaughn, I thought played a fantastic game, maybe his best game. Um, and, and, you know, just talking about the offensive line in the running game doesn't give enough credit to Rocco as well. I mean, some of the plays mm-hmm. he made, Aiden, whew, right? I mean, those throws yeah, are not I mean, easy, right? You know, it into spots you talk about zones. the O-line kind of kind of filling in the holes and stuff. Credit to Rocco for, I mean, first offensive drive, maybe a little bit in the second or third. When, they, when BYU sent a lot of pressure, he was a little, little jumpy, but then he settled in and just saw the field better than he's seen it all year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I, you know, you just can't, you just can't say enough about what a, how they were prepared. Right. Because this is such a challenging situation to come into. And the place was bonkers. Mm-hmm. B how they executed, see how they've just continued to grow throughout the whole year. I'm sure Matt Campbell's been really proud of a lot of teams. You know, we know that, right? Um, throughout throughout a coach's career, you have lots of teams that you you love. Um, I I don't know how this team can't be one of his favorites, or maybe his favorite that he's ever coached. I, I mean, it would be hard to to have it not be that twenty uh, twenty team, but um, just because of everything they accomplished together. But like in, right. in terms of what this team has accomplished as a team throughout the year, recognizing that there's still, you know, two weeks of the regular season to go. It's mind boggling, dude. Amazing. It's the best coach that he's done. Yeah, absolutely. I'm right there with you. Looking at the preparation for Iowa state, having to prepare against uh, a freshman quarterback where you don't really have a ton of film on him. Take me through kind of how that works for a defense. Well, great question. And, and you know, you start with what do they try to do as a scheme, 
right? What you can't know is they're going to bring three gadget plays at you, you know, in the, at the start of the third quarter and like (laughs) how they had time to fit that stuff in when they're trying to get a freshman ready to go play. I don't know. Um, Maybe that is part of the problem that's happening there, Uh, but those plays work pretty well. You know, Um, I, I, uh, I think understanding it's hard to know what the guy's strength is. Right. And so you, you end up finding out that, he scrambles really well and he throws on the run pretty well. Um, so that whole, do you pressure or do you contain is the big challenge that Hecock was having to deal with, um, not knowing how this guy plays. And, um, and I think Iowa state felt confident being able to get pressure with three or four guys because they had good enough dudes up front defensively and, and, they definitely did uh, at times get home with, with three or four guys. Um, and they didn't have to bring more than that most of the time, which meant, you know, as a young quarterback, um, you may make some bad decisions. And, uh, you know, I think early in the game you saw um, there would be challenges really throughout, right? He got a little mojo in the third quarter. Um, but besides the drive with all the trick plays, where he converts it, you know, with a, with a run on fourth down um, after Iowa State did a great job of covering everybody up. Um, I, I think a brilliant uh, execution, you know, coming into a situation where you don't really know what you're going to get. Yeah, as we're talking here, Jameson Patton just intercepted a pass, so. Awesome. There you great go. game out of that kid, you know. What's the um, pressure, yeah. Yeah, true, true freshman uh, out there playing. Um, played the majority of this game, if not all of it. And, uh, you know, um, a difference maker on the backside. So Iowa State, two games left in the regular season. Texas at home, on the road at Kansas State. And last week we talked, and, you know, we kind of like, oh, man, you know, Iowa State had their chance to control their destiny in the Big 12 title game. They had a good effort at it. Maybe next year. Some bitch, they're right back in it. <laughs> I love it. I love they it. pull us back in. Yeah. You know, I I mean, I said it last week, I think Iowa State can win all three of these games. It, it's it's hard, right? It's hard. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's definitely that's not true, impossible. Right? Y- yeah. Um, I mean, Texas MO is to is to uh, a, a, I'm I'm not entirely sure how good they are. I think, I mean, I think they've got some dudes. Um, and and when Iowa State was consistently beating Texas over the course of the last you know five years, there haven't been those guys where you're like he gets the ball and you're like oh watch out, you know. When I played uh, mm-hmm. those guys, when they got there were there were guys when they got the ball you're like oh watch out. Texas has a couple of those guys now. Um, and, you know, their offensive and defensive lines are substantially better. But, um, you know, uh, I think Cooper's a huge element in this game. If he's back, I think it, it you know, has a it, – it's the difference maker. And I know C-Dub was uh, tweeting about that earlier today too. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I, I, think it's, I think it's really, really a big factor in the game. But I also think um, 
you know, how the offensive line plays, um, you know, if the offensive line can do um, half of what we did today against Texas in terms of running the football um, and, and just have a consistent running attack that Texas has to always be mindful of um, and, and Shieldhouse can continue to, you know, have these change-up plays like – I love the screen game that he threw today, right? And we haven't run much screen game all year. But BYU was bringing so much pressure, right? Um, And and the way we set it up and the way we executed it uh, was fantastic. I mean, uh, tight end screen, which you rarely do. Um, Tunnel screen to the other side. It's like, this is, that was really well done. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to take stuff like that against, against, Texas to to win um but it's going to be an electric atmosphere and yeah. uh you know we get one last shot at these guys right so regardless of what happens in the big 12 race uh, to me that that's just icing on the cake you still got to go yep. beat it's K-State gravy, you know you still yeah. got to go beat K-State and that will not be easy mm-hmm. right yeah but you only get one more chance to play Texas so let's go Let's go beat their ass. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Jamie Pollard actually sent out an email uh, this week to students saying, hey, I know it's Thanksgiving. I know you're going to want to go home, but we need you in Jack Trice Stadium. One last chance, man. Yeah. One last chance. And he specifically put in the email, like, this is Iowa State's last chance to get a win over Texas. Big Which deal. we've done pretty readily in in the past uh, yeah. recent history, right? So, um, yeah, uh, I can't wait. Should be a fun week ahead. Any last thoughts before we get out of here? No, just hats off to this football team, to these coaches, you know, um, and everybody around the program that supports them, right? Players, uh, families, and, you know, um, when you go through hard times like Iowa State has in this year, um it's uh, it's easy for all the rest of us to just kind of turn it off and okay, well, we'll see what happens now next week. Right. But for, for these players, coaches, their families, that doesn't happen, right. It is life. And um, mm-hmm. you know, I think the, the part that um, is so gratifying about this is just how well they've responded and how well they've grown. And um, you know, regardless what happens the rest of the season, uh, there's a lot of people that should be really, really proud of themselves. And, you know, the opportunity that's ahead because of what we've already done is next level. So um, go get it. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Good stuff has always been. Cool. We now send it to our channel season of the week, Joe Hora. All right, we now welcome into the Channel Seed Studios, my man Joe Hora. Cyclone Sunday presented by Keller Manufacturing. Joe, Iowa State picks up win number six, going bowling, 45-13 over BYU. What do you think? Well, it's always exciting to get to that sixth win, um, to be able to play here in the postseason and look forward to either having here a, a game in December or, or January. Um, mm-hmm. Just overall really pleased. Uh, I mean, we won in the trenches, our offensive line, defensive line. Uh, we just – we we were the more physical team um, running, running the ball with multiple running backs. Um, a lot of success there. 
nice to see some big plays. Um, the speed that we had on the edges, I mean, we just we showed that we've we, we were the better team, but I think we had a great game plan going in and we executed. So um, it's like 1230 here local time. So it's, it's a, a late game, but uh, um, it's one of those games that we don't have many of those where, where we, we don't have a whole lot of stress. So it's, it's nice mm-hmm. going fourth quarter feeling pretty good. Yeah, this, this late kick could have gone very poorly if we're sitting here recapping an Iowa State loss. But of course, since you're on the show, Iowa State never loses. I think you're 4-0 and on the year, 5-0 and maybe. I think uh, I think four zero, yeah. You know, I, a little little call out Nate Shieldhouse. I mean, he had a had a great um, game plan going in, and and just continued to keep them off guard, and and uh, we, I mean, just executed. But just the play calling, I think, might be might have been his best game. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the uh, misdirection on the on the offensive side, running the ball, uh, a, a great call by him on, on a number of third downs. I felt like we were getting every third down in the first half. Um, I think also something to call out is just, just the overall depth of our team. We have a lot of injuries going on. Um, obviously, secondary. Uh, we're hopefully going to get Jeremiah Cooper back here next week. Right. We'll see, but uh, I'll just a call out on the depth of the team. But, yeah, excited for next week. Uh, it's going to be a, a great atmosphere, and and we we control our own destiny. So I think as – as Iowa State fans, we, we got to be pretty darn um, happy with where we sit today and excited here for this year and into the future. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned, you know, Iowa State. Last week, you lose to Kansas. It's like, oh, man, you know, you're in there for the Big 12 title contention, and all of a sudden it's it's kind of over, but things go Iowa State's way this week. All of a sudden they're right back in that Big 12 race with Texas and K-State left on the schedule. How do you feel about the next two games? Well, I, I saw a stat on ESPN. It was like percentage of winning both games. It was like 1.8%. Yeah. Uh, I feel Real. better. Uh, you know, I, I would <laughs> call it 50%, but uh, the next the next two games, obviously they're huge, but it, we're playing with house money. Um, I, I'm i I'm excited. I think as a fan, we're going into the last two weekends of the year with, with the opportunity. That's all we can ask for. Um, do our best, put a good plan in place, and – and you never know. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Any last thoughts before we get out of here? No. Uh, looking forward to uh, next week. Uh, we'll keep this one shorter for the late night and appreciate it. Yeah, Clones After Dark officially wrapping up here on Cyclone Sunday. Joe, thanks for your time as always. This has been Cyclone Sunday presented by Color Manufacturing from the Channel Seed Studios. We'll see you next time. Iowa everywhere.